I uh, saw that on LinkedIn though. Twenty seven years. I was like Matt. Hold on, hold on. Let me do the math here. I'm like, <laughs> I was 12. Wait, he's yeah, not that, that old. I'll be 40 next year. So, oh, will you? Yeah, yeah. Now you'll be you're like, yeah, yeah. You'll be. Sorry, I'll be really old. I'm catching up on you. Yeah. You're never gonna catch me. <laughs> you don't want to know how old Caleb Say, is. We're, we're way older than everyone else in yeah. the room. But. No, he's, I'm 34. See, I would go yeah, 34. I'm 10 years older we're than close. you. Yeah, I'm 31. Yeah, see, you're young. 31. Caleb, 21. 21. 21. Oh. Shit. Yeah, I know. What were, what were you doing at 21, Matt? Uh, <laughs> I know what I was doing. Welcome to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. We coach people every day on their money and how to plan for the future. As financial advisors, we're here to have an honest conversation on investing, retirement, and everything in between. At Full Swing Financial Planning, we're here to empower you to take control of your plan, your way, for your financial future. So let's talk money. And sports. Welcome to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I am your host, Bailey Ashbrook, sitting here with the boys, Full Swing Financial Planning. Yeah, yeah. By this time, it, it's it in airs. It's in full force. Yeah, it'll be like two weeks, uh, two weeks out, so that's great. Yeah. Uh, sitting here with a guest, we're going to get right into it because we feel like we have a lot to talk to him about, and he's a pretty big deal. He is Matt Johnson, the Director of Happiness at Fort Dodge Ford. Well, I appreciate that. You guys are too kind, and yeah. uh, big deal, definitely not not the case, but I am very grateful to be here, honored and excited for you guys. Congratulations, and uh, just happy to be joining you today. That's why you're the Director of Happiness. I, I just feel yeah, happy yeah, yeah. talking like, to spread you. Spread joy. That's yes. my, my, my goal in life. So yeah, Lo- Love the title. Where did the title come from? Let's well, hear that. I tell you, I, and again, as I moved into the role of general manager and owner, and, and every day we're all busy with tasks and other things. And my job is really to support our team. And if you, you know, and I know you guys do such a great job with your clients and the other, and if I provide all the tools they need to be successful and a plan to follow that and support them in their journey, and if they're happy when they're doing it, they're going to perform at a high level, take great care of our guests. And obviously, happy guests create repeat business, and and everything works out. So I think sometimes people overcomplicate things. And so when when I officially I put on my business card and I said I'm now director of happiness, and it I think it changed the mood in the store and any boards I serve on or wherever I'm at that I people say you're the happiness guy. Yes, that's me. <laughs> oh and my so gosh, we better I we should take that. some notes. Yes, take some notes on this, right? Like, that's yeah. my title. That was, that was like the 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 quote from uh, and I forget who it was when he was in school, but. They said, what's the meaning of life? And and he said, I just want to be happy. And uh, the teacher said, no, you didn't understand the assignment. And and the student said, no, you don't understand the meaning of life. You, you know, and yeah. it was it was well, kind of that, and you uh, you that can feel that so, when you go into the so, when you go that. into your guys' store, your showroom. I um, mean, you can feel your your employees, a lot of you know activity going on there, and everyone's smiling. You know, who doesn't love a new car, right? So. I was just going <laughs> to say that between you, your family, Abigail, and your co- like every time I go in to get yep. service, everyone is so happy and kind, and that you can do that from top down. That's so important. Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, life, we, life's short, and yeah. you got to just enjoy every day. And and I know you guys do that with your clients, and it's so fun to see the success you've had and and what you've done in the community. So I'm so proud and happy for you guys. Speaking so of community, you guys do a lot of community involvement, and I want to talk about that. First and foremost, the Thanksgiving meal. I think that's probably your biggest community involvement. So maybe tell our listeners, what is that? What does well, that entail? So we started in, in 2008, and I remember we were sitting around, you know, Thanksgiving as a family, we would we would travel or we'd do something, and, and we said, you know, there's probably a better way to spend the holiday. And uh, so there was a, we had some friends that had dealership in South Dakota, and they, they served a meal for their employees and some of their good customers. And we said, you know, maybe this is something we can do. And uh, so we... Uh, 
we kind of sent a note out to our team members and customers and community and said, we're going to serve for anybody alone or in need. And we assumed there'd be some people in need. I think the thing that surprised us every year is the people that are alone. So the first year we served about 250 people. Wow. And, uh, and every year it's growing. Uh, so last year we served 2000 meals. Oh Holy, my Holy cow. Yeah. And it couldn't be. That's dead. a lot of turkeys, man. That's a lot of turkeys. So we do not prepare that. I know. I, it's just, yeah. Oh my God. So Iowa Central Culinary Arts and their program and Chef Michael and the team have been wonderful to work with. Oh, that's great. And again, we couldn't do it without their help. And we, we serve 1130 to 130. Um, and we, we put a note, say, hey, anybody wants to help volunteer. And this is all at the location. All for at the dealership. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so we get 100 people that show up. They give up time with their families on Thanksgiving to help serve. Wow. And it is the most rewarding, gratifying day of the year. You know, and I feel like, you know, when you give back or help or contribute, you, you know, Personally, I get back way more, you know, when that day's done and we're sitting with our family later and that it's just like, gosh, it feels good, you know? And so not only can you make an impact in other people's lives, but, but selfishly you, you get it back. And I, you know, especially the people alone, you know, and we have a lot of elderly in our community and families away, or maybe they see them for Christmas. And so every year we're surprised at people that come in and say, I want to be around people. You know, I'm just, I don't have anybody to celebrate. Kids have moved away. Spouses may be passed. And so now we have people that come back year after year to meet each other at the Thanksgiving meal. And oh, so wow. it is just, it's so special. I tell you, it's, it's awesome. How many, um, and, and you don't need to name, I'm sure there's a lot of people and organizations yeah. involved, but, you know, bringing people together, said over a hundred people help or yes. volunteer, yep. you know, is there, I assume that's people outside your organization. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So people in the community just say, Hey, what do you need? How can I help you? You know, we get pies donated and cider and services and we have delivery. So a thousand meals we serve in the showroom. And then a thousand we deliver um, to people that that can't get out, or uh, obviously we bring to the first responders, and you know deliver other areas in the community. And it uh, it is so special, you know. And to see, to me, the best thing is, you know, we have volunteers come with grandchildren and parents and grandparents. So to see the generations come, and again to give up their time to to help and to give back is really really rewarding. And so the reason I bring that up too is yeah. I I think from my perspective, seeing you know it bring a the community together a little bit from the volunteer side. And then it's yes. also, you know, that's contagious of like, you're talking about the family, yes. oh, yeah. you know, generations, your kids are going to be more you know generous or think about the event. So yeah. very important to not just for the people that it's, you know, the benefactors of the event, but also the volunteers to see yeah. and, well, and, and share I that think, camaraderie, you, you know, and we, I think sometimes you think of volunteers and you think of making a donation, yep. which, which the monetary gift is great. The other piece, you know, any resource that you have, whether it's it's time or knowledge or assistance for somebody else, you know, we say, you know, obviously time's your, your only non-renewable income and and giving of that gift to help somebody um, in a time of need or, or when, and a lot of times people are just down on their luck and they need some assistance. You, and, you're getting me excited. Like, I know. I'm yeah. like, what am I like, doing this on, Thanksgiving? Let's go. Yeah. I might we'll have to get over there. Yeah, yes. yeah that's, that's awesome. I, I'm so happy to hear that. And uh, like you said, it, it, it filters down too. Uh, leaders are, are volunteering their time, uh, not only your kids, but other other employees and their kids. And so I'm sure it's uh, it's something that's great. But you, you also uh, do another Meals on Wheels that has been developed from from this meal and Thanksgiving. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, and I tell you, we the people alone and elderly that couldn't get out, you know, discovered a need that, you know, to del- deliver a, a warm, nutritious meal and I think as important as a safety check on some of these elderly individuals. And so there's 55 or 60 meals a day delivered five days a week. So it was about 11,000 meals last year. 
Um, and so through a variety of people uh, privatized the program and it's all run um, volunteers and, and donations. And uh, Barb Michaels at Overseas Program is, is uh, works at the dealership. And so there's groups of volunteers that bring meals to people every day, partner with Hy-Vee for the, the preparation. I've, de- I've delivered the meals yes. before. And it's, yep. it, what was so, your experience? It, it was it was really cool. Um, you know, I was going through the leadership for Dodge program and one of the you know, aspects of that program to graduate is to volunteer certain things. And I did that a couple different times. And it was it is it's sometimes it's the only only interaction some of I those w- people have. And a lot of them are elderly and, yeah. and yeah, there's, there's a smile on their face when you come to the door. Yeah. I, I was just going to say that like that event, your Thanksgiving, the meals on wheels, it's checking a lot of boxes. You're providing meals, you're doing a service, but connection, like that is probably the biggest thing I take from that is the connection you're giving people. The people that don't have someone to come and connect with on Thanksgiving, someone getting just to show up their house and that little high, like that impact you're making on the community kudos to you guys well thank you and it's and again and i think as humans that that interaction and what you guys do every day I, that's what gets We're me meant excited for connection. yes like that those bonds that you build with people and what you establish is is really meaningful and uh you know and again and i think when at the end of your life when you're gone nobody cares what you drove where you lived you know it's how do you impact people and you know people say they don't care what you say but how you made them feel your you, presence you know? is a yes. presence and and that that emotion and that connection i think is really what uh what, what life's about and what it means and, and how each, each, every, everyone can have an, a positive impact on the people around them. So it's, man, you're nailing this director of happiness. How committed are you to this dealership? Cause we, uh, we might have a spot yeah. for you, full swing financial planning. Hey, you know, if it doesn't work, I'll call you. Be my first call. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But speaking of, because you do do so much and you are making an impact and we're excited. That's an, another reason we branched out and started full swing was we want to start doing these type of events. You do another really big event that I love. It's bikes for tyke. So maybe oh, tell yeah. our listeners about that. Well, and again, so we, we partner with alpha media and, uh, you know, they said, hey, we, you know, there's need in our community for, for bicycles for children. And obviously being a parent now, and I know all you guys being parents, I just can't imagine, you know, a child not having a, any Christmas gift or ever receiving a bike. I remember as a kid how, how special that was. And so we said, we'd be happy to help. We'll open the showroom. We'll display the bikes, whatever you guys need. And, uh, you know, and so we've, we've gathered about 400 bikes a year. Wow. And it goes to Webster County and the surrounding counties. Um, we started the program in 2010. And so we thought, okay, maybe we'll get to a point, you know, it's been about 400 bikes a year and we get helmets and safety gear and, and all kinds of things. And uh, we said, well, maybe we'll, we'll satisfy the need, you know, and we'll run it two years, five years, whatever's needed. And here we are, and we're kicking the program off again this year. And there is a tremendous need in our community, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, so we will be there as long as the need is there. And people, again, are are happy to donate and to yeah, help. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, how do people yeah, get involved? Yeah, so it's individuals or businesses, and they can either make a monetary donation or bring a, a new bike in and uh, or helmets or safety gear or whatever they want. And probably my favorite story, we had a seven-year-old boy, this was probably four or five years ago, that had gotten a bike. And he was very grateful, and he just, the joy, most of them they take with. Occasionally the the child will come in. Um, and get the if, bike. Get the bike in the showroom. And, uh, and then they disperse the rest of them to the, the surrounding communities. And so the mom called me um, the next year and said, hey, my son would like to come in and visit with you. Can we set up a time? Said, Absolutely, whatever you need. And um, so we set up a time, and he came in with his mother. And you could tell, like, when he walked in the show, him, he was proud. Like, and he was happy, and he was excited to yeah. share something with me. And uh, and this was a complete surprise. I had no idea what he was going to say or what he was going to do. And the mom said, well, 
I just want you, he has something he wants to share. And so we sit in the office and, and uh, it was, I could tell this was going to be special. And so he said, Mr. Johnson, I want to let you know, I was so appreciative of getting a bike last year. All of my money that I have earned for doing chores and other things, seven-year-old boy, I've saved, and I want to buy a bike for another child. That's oh awesome. That is and awesome. I was like, it's one of those things that gives you goosebumps. Yeah, I was you yeah, know, just and like, chills, like yeah. oh, like, uh, that is such a special moment. And again, and I think those are the reasons we, we all contribute and give back and do, you, you know, and like the impact that this had on this young nope. child. And for him to never have a bike to say, you know what, I'm going to say, I want, I want some Someone other little to boy have to that feel that. He's going to carry that with him so his whole cool. life, Like, too. that is just, I, I, I mean, it was... It was really special. That's you know? awesome. So, yeah. So, no, we're, again, we're very blessed. And there's so many people that do so many great things in the community. Um, and a lot of times we get the credit, you, you know, but it's, again, it's all the volunteers. It's the other people preparing the food. It's the other people donating the bikes. It's it's the organizations that help select the families and the children. It's There are all these people that work tirelessly behind the scenes that don't get any of the credit. And they're really the ones, you know, doing the work. And, do, and so I just, we're so grateful we live in a community. Something comes up in everybody jumps in and says, how do we help? People you, rally. You rally. And I, it can be for a variety of reasons. And I have never had anybody say, nah, I don't want to help. You know, if you go to somebody and say, hey, we got this coming on. What can you do? I, I got you. What do you need? And again, that doesn't happen everywhere. And, you know, I know you get, we have a lot of friends that moved to Des Moines or Minneapolis or Chicago or these other areas. They don't have that. And as an individual, if you're passionate about a project or, or an organization, you can make an impact. You can really, really make an impact tomorrow. in small towns. Yes, yeah. yes. Yep. Where you just can't do that in other places. And so it's, I would say to, to own a business and raise a family, there's nowhere else in the world I'd rather be. We you talk know? about that a lot. Oh, yep. it's so true, you know. So you do a lot of this. How do you guys decide? Like, how do you guys create these initiatives? Like, do you just sit down as a team? You're like, okay, what are we doing this year? How did the bike, you know what I mean? How do you guys you know, evaluate and it's, these things? And I tell you, we, we try to support and do as much as we can. And a lot of it is just organically. You know, we like a lot of things, You see, there's a need that comes up and say, okay, how do how do we put how resources we together to serve the need? And uh, and again, in, in if anything that we're volunteering, if we get to a point, say, okay, that needs served, then we say, okay, what, what else is out there? And, uh, and unfortunately now with, again, everybody's feeling with inflation and these other things. And, you know, I know giving has, has dropped and the need has increased. So I, I think as a community, as a, as a state, as a, you know, country, we're in a time where there is lots of need. And, uh, I think it's even more important today than it was in any time of our, our history. I think, I think we should also tell you people that, that maybe are from outside or don't know uh, where you guys are located. Cause it, cause people can drop off bikes, say that again and give the address of where yes. they can. So, do this, so in the showroom at Fort Dodge, Ford Lincoln Toyota. So it's 2723 fifth Avenue South uh, in Fort Dodge, Iowa. And uh, again, it's any, any new bike from little toddler bikes to, to teenagers. Just, so just ask to see the director of happiness and I'll be there and <laughs> gladly we'll, we'll tag who donated the bike and, uh, and then they come inventory and, and then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make selection for the individuals, families that, that are deserving of a bike. So. How about, how about families maybe in need? How do they apply for a bike or how do they go about getting something for their child? Upper Des Moines Opportunity is the organization that helps. Uh, so if a family's in need, they can contact them, and then we'll they have a list of all the bikes and the other things, and then we'll we'll get it to the appropriate child. So, okay, yes. awesome, awesome. Oh, so they so can great. go about yes. that way. Yep. Perfect. 
Every boy and girl deserves to have something nice under the tree at Christmas, and a few things bring more joy than a brand new bicycle. It's time once again to register for the Bikes for Tykes program. Join Alpha Media, Fort Dodge Ford, WNH Co-op, and R&J Material Handling in bringing a wonderful Christmas to area children. Make a monetary donation. Every dollar counts. Your generous contribution will help purchase new bikes, safety gear, and accessories so every child receives a bike that's safe and ready to ride. This Christmas, make a miracle happen with Bikes for Tykes. Are we ready for a little dollars and cents? Dollar dollar bills, y'all. This week, uh, you know, or, or for this episode, our dollars and cents is going to be on the federal. We're talking about gifting, right? Awesome. So, so the federal gift tax gift tax exemption. Uh, for most people, probably never heard of that or not. You always hear, you know, people are worried about you know, paying taxes when someone dies or what that looks like. But in reality, one person is. Uh, one person's estate is exempt from any inheritance-based taxes as long as that estate is below the, the current number right now is $12,920,000. So what that means is if Cole Peterson has an estate you know, of $10 million personally and mm-hmm. it all goes to his kids, he's uh, his kids are not going to be subject to any estate taxes on those dollars. Now, there are some different implications depending on the types of accounts, things there. And as a couple... That number is twenty five million eight hundred and forty thousand. I think so, I'm a little under that. Just, <laughs> I was like, I better be in the smidge, state. just it, a smidge it, under. And and why that is important, or why that number really the annual number is more important for people, which one person any given year can give away up to seventeen thousand dollars without without having to uh, do a what's called a gift tax um, uh, filing, a gift tax filing. And, and and each person can. So I've had this where I've had couples. So the mom and the dad can give 17000 to one child, which would be obviously 34000 um, per year. Yep. Yep. So that that is a way. And we're, we're circling this back to the, the gifting taxation of, of things. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the, the gifting strategies. There is tax benefits of yep. being a giver. Yep. Yep. And, th- and that's to individuals. Now, there is also a thing where you can give charitable contributions, distributions, things like that. So talk a little bit about that, Cole. Yeah. So I I would say two main strategies that we would, you know, tie it in, tie it in for two today for this episode. Um, First one would be qualified charitable distributions. You might hear it is called uh, QCDs. And this is something that came, came about with the secure act uh, when the secure act is passed. And really what this is, if you're an individual that has a required minimum distribution, which we've talked about on prior ages, so these these would be people that are 70 and above, and they have retirement accounts. And if you have a rather large amount that you have in that retirement account, the government says, hey, you have to take X amount out per year and pay taxes on that. One strategy is doing what's called a QCD, and that would be, say, your distribution amount had to be 50000 for that year. You could take that 50000 and hypothetically give it give it all to a church or a qualified organization and not have to pay any income tax on that where normally if you just gifted out of your bank account you took the $50,000 distribution from your IRA you're going to pay you know whatever your income tax level is on that on that 50,000 then you're going to give it give it over to the organization versus if you uh, gift it directly out of that IRA account to the organization the organization gets the money and you get the tax benefit of not having to claim that on your income tax. That, that's the key. I've had some people not do it that way, the way you're describing. So you have to have the check or the direct deposit, however you're going to send it to them. You haven't made it directly to that organization. You can't have it made to you and then you give it to them because yep. uh, then you're going to pay income tax. Now you're going to get to write, write off what you gave to them on your taxes. But at the same time, to, to void taxes entirely, you've got to go direct. 
Yep. And it's got to be a quali- uh, with a qualified institution as defined by the IRS. So if you, you have a question that makes sure you ask your tax person or whoever helps you um, with your accounting side of your personal finances. But that is uh, one strategy that I think it's fairly new too, because this Cure Act was not about three or four years ago already. You know, timeframes kind of mold in together, but that's something we do see. So if you do have an RMD and you're you are gifting already, a really great strategy of just changing it and saving that you know net in the difference of the income tax amount you'd pay on that dollar. Sounds amount. like a really good reason to work with a solid financial advisor <laughs> yeah. that can walk you through these things. Well, and what I talked about to clients about a lot of times is okay, you're already giving to your church, right? Okay, so why not do that through QCD? It's a win-win. That they might even get more money from you because you might have to take more from your IRA, and then you don't have to pay taxes on it. And and, uh, and maybe not. I don't want to say nerd out a little bit here, but <laughs> you, you can you, you can are, have you, you can have on this because I love yeah, the or- organization of things. But I have some people that actually have checkbooks tied to the retirement account, so you, you, you they can they because oh, people okay. there that's a I, I would say a an old fashioned thing of people love to write their checks at church every week and they give, you know, and they go to church, they get, that's a very traditional thing, which I respect, but that's an easy way because the IRA, anything you write out of there, you know, from an accounting wise, this is all donations. And we can that provide that with accounts from us too. Yep, the yep. So it's a very easy way to do it. So if you're doing it and like to do that way, you can, you know, it's, it's a simple process. Or you can write a check to Tykes for Bikes. And yes. I was just going to oh, yeah. say that I think Matt, one thing we didn't talk about, we did a lot of the Ford and your guys' community involvement and what you give back. But one thing you personally give a lot of is time, right? You give a lot of well, time and that's yeah. your most precious resource. So like talk about some of the community involvement and boards you personally do. Cause we did a lot on the Ford side and I know you do a lot on your personal side too. Well, and again, and I just, every time I'm asked to serve, I'm, I'm honored in it. And again, and again, there's so many great organizations in our community. Um, you, you know, the one organization was previously the chamber I was involved with and now the greater Fort Dodge growth Alliance. And I just been so proud of, of the community and the city and the County and the growth Alliance, really that collaboration and teamwork of everybody coming together. And, uh, so I was actually president of the chamber when the merger happened, um, with economic development and the growth Alliance started and and so it's been so fun to watch that organization grow. And I'm so happy for Astra. And, and I've heard she's oh, awesome. She I haven't had a chance to meet her yet. She is we haven't had our ribbon cutting, but we'll see you oh, there. Oh, she's wonderful. She's, yeah, she's a go-getter. And uh, so it's it's been really fun to serve on that board. And, you know, and we, so the, the Ford Lincoln store in Ames we bought in 2012. And so that's been, gosh, was that been 11 years now already? And it's Time fun. Flies. Yeah. And so, you know, when Casey's been down there and working with their community, it's fun to hear people around the state say, boy, Fort Dodge has really got their, their act together. What's going on there? Because the tendency across countries, everybody's migrating to cities and some of these rural communities just aren't thriving or surviving. And I think we're the exception yet. You know, you look at quality of life and you look at trails and you look at the investment in the community. It is different than, than where it is around, around the state or around the Midwest. And I attribute that to really the teamwork and the collaboration of all the organizations putting their egos aside and saying, what do we want as a community? What do we want as a region? And how do we get there? And There's the a lot of people in Fort Dodge that do things to just make Fort Dodge better, not necessarily to make themselves better Correct. or make their business better or anything like that. It's, it's to make Fort Dodge better. And that's, it's yes. what I'm hearing from you. And, and I, oh, I agree with you. So true. Yeah. And you need the leaders in the community yes. that, that are the business owners, entrepreneurs to, to continue to, to drive up. that, yeah. yep, to drive that. And not to say, well, this is my, well, whoever is the best idea, let's run with that and support them to, to succeed. And so, so that has been really fun. Uh, obviously another thing I'm very passionate about is friendship Haven. And 
so both uh, both grandparents, grandma and grandpa were there, and grandpa passed several years ago. And so I've been on their board now and serving the finance committee and the executive committee. And it's I, it's fun. And I tell everybody, whatever you're passionate about or have a connection, get involved. You, you know, and even if it's if it's a mentor at school or it's a an organization, the other group that I've had the privilege and I I don't go as much as I should is PICA. You know, okay. community parents. And I don't know if you guys have volunteered. So it's Tuesday and Thursday throughout the summer. And most of the, the people volunteering are retired. And they go 9 to 11. And you say, okay, two days a week for two hours. How much can they get done? And it is unbelievable. They get 20 or 30 people that show up. And they do beautifications projects and landscaping and cleanup and painting. And it's amazing. And so the power of numbers, even if it's a small time window. But again, people working together. It, it's phenomenal and you see there the pica signs around the community and, and all the things i volunteer i've helped yes, on that before is, they clean up the whole fort oh yeah it is i i'm just again and anybody that says oh you got to give aid no it can be just here every little bit helps and the idea is everybody does something our community our region is going to be better yep. and it's it's true and just somebody says i don't know how to start well just start you, you know call a friend call somebody if you want to know, call me. I there's a variety of organizations I can you know call the Growth Alliance. I mean there are th- opportunities everywhere. Yeah, you just so, gotta go find. You them. just gotta do it. Yeah. So Matt, I know we've talked. You know, you don't like talking about yourself. I was you know, say so the but same so thing. we want to bring it back. You we, off mic. We were talking. You know, uh, you we were doing the math of like how how long you've been at Four Dodge Ford. Like, well, you were pretty young to start there. So talk personally, yeah, kind of your story. Sure. Story get, getting so, to the director of happiness. Well, yeah. So we were. Um, I was born in Fargo, North Dakota. So everybody doesn't know Burr. I'm from North Dakota. <laughs> and occasionally I get a little about or boat. You North know, Dakota. So that, North Dakota. So sorry about that. Um, you know, That's dad, awesome. Yeah, dad worked for Brunswick. And so we traveled a lot. Uh, and so he moved with his job as working corporate. And and so uh, when he got in the car business in 92, worked with my uncle in Waterloo, and we were looking for an opportunity. So in 96, we get the call that say Fort Dodge is open. At the time, it was Ford, Lincoln, and Mercury. I was 12, my brother was 10, so seventh grade and, and fifth grade. And uh, we jumped at the opportunity. And so I, it's just been an amazing ride, you know? And I started, you know, people say, what have you done at the store? Well, I started mowing grass and washing windows. <laughs> and I love my parents. They're very tough on me, which again is good, you know, but we were expected to work. And every every year I worked in different departments. So I worked in detail, I worked in the quick lane, I worked in parts. And, and I tell everybody at the store, I wouldn't, either I haven't, I wouldn't ask you to do something either I haven't done or I won't do myself. You know, I'm in the bathroom, you know, needs toilet paper, you go grab toilet paper. I mean, there's just, you walk in, there's garbage, you get, you pick up the garbage. And so uh, it has been so fun to watch uh, our team grow. And, uh, you know, so I graduated from senior high. I went to University of Iowa. And yeah, so, go Hawks. Go Hawks. And now we own a business in Ames and I love Iowa State. So all right. go Clones. <laughs> go Clones. And, and Abigail gra- pro, all of them. And Abigail graduated from UNI. So but Go Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. So, so, so there you go. Got all so grounds all covered. All of them covered. Everybody should be happy. Like, you know, yep. it's what do you think of Kate, happiness. What do you I, think yeah. Caitlin thinks about that, though? She wants you to be uh, well, a Hawk fan. I am a Hawk fan. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm all three. Yeah, yeah, you can love you all of them. You got to support the whole state. Yeah, it's like supporting all of Fort Dodge. You got to support the whole state. Panthers like cars, too, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's all good. Just for you guys know, Ford is a car dealership. I don't even know if people. You know, oh, most yeah. people know. We do, yes. They do sell some cars. Yes. Sales, leasing, service, quick lane, detail, body shop, whatever you need. We're here. You're very so. family oriented. You're very leadership oriented. You can tell this was instilled at you as a very young age. And this is always a favorite question of ours is what's the best tip you can give for someone to have a successful team to create that culture and keep it alive and keep it growing? Oh, that's a great question. 
I think most importantly, get to know the people you work with and genuinely and not like superficially get to know who they are as a person and what makes them tick. And I think to me, you know, good leaders have a style in certain people they work well with. To me, great leaders adapt to the individual they work with and whatever that person needs and whether it's at work or it's, or it's at home, because if they're happy at home, they're happy at work. And if happy at work, they, you know, better spouse, child, parent, whoever it is. I, you know, to me, that has been that, that genuine compassion and care in that human connection interaction say, I'm here, I got you. And, and I don't care whether you're doing financial services or selling cars or in a factory, I, people want to feel like they matter and they are important and they're heard. And, and I think to me in, in my career, that's, that's really, you know, we sell and service cars. My job is people, you know, in managing teams and setting expectation and supporting them and removing roadblocks. And, and uh, you know, so you, you talk about the why, you know, and, and again, mine is happiness and, and supporting people and watching them grow. And I get more joy out of seeing somebody do something that they didn't think they could achieve. You know, we set a sales goal. And, ah, I don't think we can get there. Well, let, okay, today, what do we need to do today? Okay, I got to make these calls. I got to do this. I get the customers walk in, greet, you know, open the door. Well, yeah. you know, it's, I think sometimes people focus on the results and, you know, we really should be focused on what are you doing today? And the results follow, you know, and the financial performance follows and all the other stuff. It's, I, I think sometimes people get it backwards, you know. And the great so, Matt Campbell says, yeah. trust the process. So. Matt, yeah, it's so true. What yeah. a great answer. Like, I know. I uh, could listen to you all day long. For, for off the cuff, that's as good. Normally, well, we I'm, ask that question every time to our they guests. Did, Usually, yeah, people I was have not to prepared. Pause. Yeah. They did not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there was no, like, yeah, no preparation. You can so. tell it's so yeah. natural to you because you genuinely care. Yep. And I, I do. Think yes. That's the big and, thing. And I've had people, high performers, that for one reason or another, there it just isn't the right. And I said, and I truly mean this. I told people, I said, I want you to do what brings you joy in life. And if it's not with me, I will support you in whatever that happens to be. And I and I sincerely mean that. And and again, I think it's important people stay in roles or positions that for They're other not reasons for. than internal joy, yep. and they burn out or it just doesn't work. And I, whatever you're doing, again, whether it's volunteer or professional or whatever. Find something that gets you excited every morning. You, you know, work with people that you respect, all of you, work with people that you respect and enjoy. You know, and again, those are the things that that are meaning. And when times do get tough, because they will, everything's yeah. cyclical, that you're gonna, those people are going to be surrounded with, they're going to have your back. And again, and I think that's what's, you know, gets me excited every day. Yeah, there so, you go. Yeah. Director of happiness. Yeah, that's Matt, me. this Matt is Johnson. incredible. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is by far maybe my favorite episode just listening to you you're like we're so excited about our new adventure this is inspiring to us i know we've been being community involvement is going to be very important to us so thank you so much for oh, your time you guys are going to knock it out of the park it's i'm so happy for you thank and you. i'm so proud to see people succeed and invest in the community and i just it's going to be awesome we're ready to roll Got maybe, all partner, all maybe we can we'll be know, there the wheel started turning with me like uh you know maybe we should partner with you guys on some let's sort do of, it uh, yeah i'm uh, down absolutely you know, community involved more the better yeah. yeah that's something we're always we're always talking about is how yeah. how we how can serve you know and we and i've in the multiple organizations that i'm involved i've used you guys as a reference of like okay they have a cause and i think that's always the first thing find something you're passionate about Correct. so yeah. always always trying to figure out and how you can help and make that impact for people. So thanks Matt for yeah. coming. Thank you oh, for being here. No, I'm honored that you, you guys asked and thought about me. And again, I just oh, couldn't be so more happy and excited for all of you and, yeah. and uh, yeah. your future success. So it'd be fun to watch you grow. Thank thanks you. Matt. If you're a loner and need this Thanksgiving, Fort Dodge Ford Toyota wants you to join us for our annual Thanksgiving dinner served in our showroom on Thanksgiving day from 1130 to 130. 
If you don't have a way of getting there, don't worry. Your friends at Fort Dodge Ford will deliver the food to your door as long as you live within the city limits. Just call 576-7505. That's 576-7505. Don't spend Thanksgiving alone this year. Come to the annual complimentary Thanksgiving dinner at Fort Dodge Ford Toyota. Well, I'm so excited for you guys in this in your new adventure. Can you tell everybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah Full swing, address, financial planning. Yes. We are at 1725 First Avenue South. Boom. Boom, right under the bridge, by the bridge, right? By the bridge. Yeah, by, by the, bridge. the bridge, yeah. Um, not far from you guys. Our website is fullswingfinancial.com, and we're on social media, and we are right where we need to be, here helping Fort Dodge and our surrounding communities. Absolutely. Matt, I'd like to ask everyone this real quick. I forgot. Who's your favorite athlete? My favorite athlete? I'm going to have to say Mr. Cole Jasky. Oh, <laughs> great answer. But, you know, oh, man. I, you know, I don't Come know. Come on. I went to Fort Dodge Senior High with you. And I could keep it. You, all three of you I'm are blushing. spectacular. I'm he is red. Athletes. I'm blushing. It, maybe maybe I was I was vertically challenged, and so Cole's <laughs> football and golf prowess. Both you guys, uh, your your golf prowess, and I I don't know. But we got to get you golfing. We're lefties. We're lefties. It's like picking your favorite kid. I don't know if that's fair. I, have, I got one. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> I'm just Bella or Max. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I will say this. Your kids and your wife, you guys all implement that joy. And you can tell you are really family valued as well. So good I leaders. That. Yeah. Well, well, great thank leaders. you. And again, and I think, well, all of us have great, great support systems and families and spouses yeah. and children. And, and it's, uh, again, that's not by accident. So congratulations to all of you as well. Yeah, you can't absolutely. do it without that. No, absolutely not. Yeah. There are only two options regarding commitment. You're either in or you are out. There is no such thing as life in between. Pat Riley. Go Cubs. You've been listening to How to Money with Cole and Cole, the podcast of Full Swing Financial Planning. To learn more, visit their website at www.fullswingfinancial.com and follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn. For now, I'm Cole. I'm Bailey. And I'm Cole. And we'll see you on the greens. For... Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.